Hello everyone, welcome to The Opinionated Consumer. I'm your host Tom and today I'm going to be talking about Dead by Daylight. So Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical survival horror game where there's four players playing as survivors and there's one player as the killer. And the survivor's goal is to power up five generators that then start up the two exit gates on the map and they open the exit gate and then they escape the trial. And the killer's uh, only objective is to stop players and to hang them onto hooks and kill them. So it's very difficult as survivors because coordination is the hardest thing. And if you're not with a group of friends, you're on your own and there's no in-game microphone like talking to each other. So you can't communicate except with two different emotes which are pointing and then there's like a come here motion which can be interpreted as many different things. But it's really fun regardless. I still enjoy it um, and I play it almost every single day. But I like to play with a couple of my friends because we play off each other really well and we know how to how to play the game really well. And so we, we usually win the game. And so in multiplayer, in common multiplayer, there are ranks and you start at rank 20 and you move your way up to rank one and rank one is like the very best. And rank 20 is obviously the starting worst. And uh, so with the survivors, you have a choice from over a dozen survivors and killers. And all of them have different perks. And so these different perks, you put on four of them for a match. And they all have different things that they do. Like decisive strike, if you get unhooked and the killer downs you and picks you up really fast, um, you can get a little skill check where if you ki- if you get the skill check, you stun the killer and he drops you and you can run away and maybe get away from him. So that that helps uh, keep you off of the hooks. And then you've got like cooperation ones called, there's one like Kindred. So if you're hooked, everybody, all the other survivors can see each other. And if the killer's within a little bit of distance from the hook, you can see the killer and so can the other survivors. And so the killers have interesting perks ranging from like, a uh, bitter murmur where if the survivors finish a generator you can see them for five seconds i think or like uh, corrupt intervention which blocks the three furthest generators from the killer spawn point so they're all like there's different perks that'll work really well together and there's different metas that keep coming around with new perks uh but ov- but overall it's i think it's pretty balanced um but the killers, they can play really, really mean and they can just go for one survivor and then they move on to the next when they kill that first survivor. And it's very difficult if you're going against somebody like that. Um, There's original content killers that they've put out, like the Trapper and the Wraith and the Hillbilly and a couple others. And then they've got licensed content, uh, which are like the Shape, which is Michael Myers. And then you've got the cannibal which is the texas chainsaw massacre guy and the demogorgon which was pretty recently last year uh he came out and they also bring out survivor survivors to accompany the new killers which is with the demogorgon you've got nancy wheeler and steve harrington which are from stranger things which is really fun and just recently they teased a new killer which we have i honestly have no idea who it's going to be but i've seen that people are theorizing it's going to be pyramid head from silent hill which i think will be interesting and people are theorizing that he can break through walls which would be terrifying 
So the game has the simple premise of doing the generators as the survivors, but it can be very difficult with the killer putting gen pressure on you. So you've got, as a survivor, you don't have any weapons to fight the killers. You have pallets and windows to put distance in between yourself and the killer, but that can still be uh, a difficult challenge to stay away from them. And so if the pallets, if you stun the killer, it's very hard to do that and it's very risky. So you have to let them get close enough so when you throw the pallet down, it hits them over the head and gives them like a, a couple seconds where they have to recover and then they can get right back to chasing you. And the pallets, are, the pallets aren't a one-time thing. You can put them back up with a new perk that came out um, or the killer can break them. But the windows are always going to be there. And there used to be that the windows never got blocked in a chase, so you can just continue looping over a window or two and it would be infinite and it would take forever for the killer to catch back up with you. But with some balancing over the years, now if you vault the window over three times, it, the game will block it with a barricade, so then it's like the, the, the quote-unquote um, entity, which coordinates the games and you know it's like the backstory on to why this is a game is existing right now um but when the window is blocked it's blocked for i think 30 or 60 seconds and so then you can't vault it and the killer can catch up to you and kill you and so when you do get caught up with the killer he can hit you once and then you're injured and if he hits you again you're in the down state so the down state he can pick you up and put you on a meat hook and you have a timer that continually goes down and then you enter stage two when it reaches halfway where you have to actively press a button to keep the there's like these spider legs that will try to stab you and if you keep pressing the space bar your character will hold them back but if you stop you will die and then you'll be out of the game um and it, but if you keep pressing the space bar you have that last half of the timer for other players to unhook you and take you off the hook so when you're unhooked, you can heal yourself or have other survivors heal you because if you're in, in the injured state, you're one hit until you go down again and you don't want that. And other killers will have perks or their passive abilities that will uh, inhibit the game, your or at least your game. And so with the Oni, that's one of the killers. If you're injured, you constantly leave little blood spots everywhere and he can absorb those and that gives him a uh, power that he uses that lets him sprint around the map really fast and he brings out like this huge mallet and he'll one hit you even if you're fully healed so there's a lot of different things you have to learn about the game and the killers to really make it work uh the four perks i won't i usually run now is kindred which lets other survivors see each other and the killer when i'm on hook um iron will which if you get Iron Will perked level three, which means you unlock it three times in, in the blood web, which I'll explain later, uh, you make no noise when you're injured, which is really good if you're good at hiding around corners and stuff and keeping away from the killer, even if he's super close. Uh, and then I'll run Adrenaline, which means when all five generators are completed, I have a little five second burst of sprint energy and I get healed one, one injured state. So if I'm injured, I'll get healed to fully healed. If I'm downed, it'll pick me up and put me into an injured state and give me the sprint burst, which is really, really fun. Uh, and then I run Decisive Strike, which if a killer is being a jerk and they like to camp the hooks and somebody unhooks me and then I get downed really quickly by that killer and he picks me up again, 
uh, I can stun the killer and get away from him and hopefully put some distance between me and him, which is very difficult. Uh, and so, with all the perks, you don't start with all of them. You have a blood web, which is just like, it's like a little spider web of perks and uh, items that you can unlock. And all survivors and killers have blood webs and they have individual perks that will show up like specific to that killer or to that survivor in the blood web. And if you don't have that specific character, you can't get that perk unless you pay for it in the uh, Shrine of Secrets, which changes every week. So that's that's a little bit irritating, but it's a little bit slow down to the prog progression of uh, the game. So then you've got items in the game. So you can have flashlights, med kits, toolboxes, and keys, and all of those function differently. So the flashlight, you can uh, stun the killers and you can blind them for a minute. So that's really cool. Not a minute, but like a few seconds. And you can really, like, you can sneak right by them and they won't be able to see you, which is really, really fun and hard to do. And then you've got toolboxes, which makes fixing generators faster. And you can also sabotage the hooks around the map. So you can give yourself a little bit of uh, wiggle room if you're, if you're hooked or if your friend's hooked. And then you've got the med kits, which I mean, that's self-explanatory. You just heal yourself or you can heal other people faster, which is really fun. And they used to have uh, Insta meds, which were little add-ons you can put onto the med kits that would, it would consume the med kit entirely and you would lose it, but you would get healed uh, one health state instantly, which is fantastic, but it's also very, it was very broken. So now they changed that. So it's not instantly, but it'll automatically heal you one health state over 15 seconds, or it'll give you an extra hit in a chase, and it's very useful still. And then lastly, you've got the keys, which you can have a broken key, which won't open the hatch, or you can get a full key, which can open the hatch. And so I'll explain the hatch in a second. Let's look at the keys a little bit more. So the keys you can put on add-ons, which lets, lets you track people like the other survivors, and you can see them through the walls and stuff if they're close enough. And you can increase the range of that. And you can also add on a little thing so that you can see the obsession, which is, it, it, it plays in the game, like little details into the game with the obsession. It just changes a little bit, a little bit of stuff, not really worth going into right now. And then you can also see the killer within a certain distance which is very, very useful, especially if they're a sneaky killer that likes to hide and doesn't really like run around. They try to go and like sneak in through the grass and the fog and stuff, and it's really creepy. But with the key to do that, it's very, very helpful. Uh, and then you've also got maps, which I don't really use because I'm, I've been playing the game enough, so I know most of the map layouts and how they will spawn the generators usually. But it's very useful to find generators and uh, chests and a little like um, totems and stuff so that's uh, you know it's useful but not super useful to me so the hatch I mentioned that earlier the hatch is an interesting mechanic so when the last two generators are ready to be repaired like that's the only you only have to do two more the hatch will randomly spawn around the map but it'll be closed and so if three out of four survivors exit the exit the game like they run out the gates and they're done the last survivor will have a chance to go through the hatch, um, but it'll open up, and so he can jump through it, but a killer can close the hatch. So if, they, if the killer finds the hatch first, they close it, and now you have to go through a gate, 
which is very difficult. And that also happens when three out of four survivors are dead on hooks. Uh, the fourth survivor will have a chance to go through the hatch, but again, uh, the killer can close it. But if you have a key, even if that even if the hatch is closed, you can use the key up entirely and jump through the hatch and escape the game, which is very difficult to do. And some people have really wanted that changed, but I don't know how, what else they would do um, in, in for the end game for that because the hatch is very useful and I like the RNG of it because it's 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 just all chance and that doesn't really make skill a factor, which is fun. You, so you never really know what you're gonna get. So I mean, Dead by Daylight, it's still it's still very much in development. They've been adding killers every year and they they're trying to add more as they continue and they're just trying to continually balance the game and right now it's honestly it's pretty balanced they just need to they, they need to iron out some wrinkles in the game but other than that i mean if you if you love asymm asymmetrical survival games uh where you can play with a couple of friends and just absolutely have a blast and uh, get a little spooked along the way dead by daylight's real fun and i enjoy the game so yeah, thank you for listening. This has been the Opinionated Consumer.